0: Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. Today I want to talk about something that might be uh, a little bit different. Uh, It's a relational thing, but it's not necessarily a relationship thing between you and another person. You can have a relationship with anything, okay? Uh, I've done some work around my relationship with food, right? You can have a relationship with things like grief and loss or uh, a challenging person or a situation or condition, right? So I want to talk a little bit about that because this has popped up with several of my coaching clients lately. Uh, I'm going to use grief and loss just so that we can stick with one example and I can explain this all the way out, but I need you to know you can use this with anything. So if you have a health condition or you have a a job situation or you have a challenging person of any kind in your life, you can also apply what I'm going to share with you right now. I'm going to use grief and loss just because it is very, very prevalent among the people I'm working with these days. Uh, grief and loss could be about, um, you know, an actual person that you've lost. It could be about, uh, a job that maybe you've lost or a job situation that you've lost. So for example, a lot of the people I work with are in education. And so, uh, there was a sense of normalcy, I guess, whatever is normal in, in education for a while. And with COVID, all of that is out the window. So they're grieving that sense of normalcy, right? And they've been operating in a level of uh, emergency, I would say, for a really long time, okay? So that's a lot of grief and loss. Also, there's a, a ever-changing cast of characters, you know, employees coming in and out. And so there's a lot of loss in, in that regard. Um, there's also some people in, that I'm working with that are having losses due to illness. Uh, you know, they're just dealing with some heavy stuff right now. So if you're in a grief or loss situation, I want to talk about how you can negotiate your relationship with grief and loss. So you can treat it just as you would any other relationship. So you've got everything, you know, from one side of the spectrum, which is enemies to the other side of the spectrum, which is like best friends, right? And everything in between. So you could see grief and loss as your enemy, which many people do. They think this thing, I have to fight. I can't give in to this. There's also a notion, especially in the American culture, I don't know if this is around the world, but after a certain time of grieving, you just need to kind of pull yourself up by your bootstraps and keep going, right? Stop focusing on that that loss, just keep moving, okay? Well, that's not really how grief and loss works, okay? So you can have an enemy situation where you're trying to fight grief and maybe you're going along your day and you've got this sense of grief and loss that comes up to you. And you're just like, no, no, I shouldn't be doing this. Uh, you know, and you're trying to avoid it or fight it. Then you have what, what, what I would call an adversarial relationship. So it's not necessarily an enemy. Um, but it's an adversary, meaning, you know, think about, a, a good, a really good, highly charged debate. Okay. These are not enemies. They just have two various different perspectives. Okay. So they're coming from different sides, but there's a little bit of respect here, right? So you can totally understand that grief and loss is there for a reason, but you don't have to like it. Okay. Okay. Another way of looking at grief and loss is to think about them as a difficult or challenging person. So maybe you're going about life and, you know, uh, (laughs) I had a client the other day that was just like, all right, we're coming up on the holidays. Can you help me understand how to work with uncle so-and-so? I mean, he's just kind of a jerk. He drives me nuts. I I love him because he's my uncle, but he drives me nuts, right? Grief and loss can be that way too. You can understand that they're there for a reason, but you don't have to like it. And you don't want to spend a lot of time with it. Okay. Going towards the other side of the spectrum, you can also see that growth and change might be an opportunity. It might be an invitation to growth, right? So maybe, you know, you're going about your day and you're like, okay, listen, yes, I know I need to process those feelings. I don't have time for you right now. After work, I'll come back and I'll visit you. Right. And then maybe on your way home from work, you're driving in your car and you're like, okay, fine. I get it. You're an opportunity for, for growth. Tell me what I need to know. Right. You're, you're coming at it from a better place, but you're still not, you know, in a, a, a good motivation, if you will. Okay then you can move into it being a friend or an acquaintance. So this is where you realize that this feeling of grief and loss or whatever the situation or condition you're dealing with is kind of here to stay. Right. And you're like, okay, I get it. You're here. Um, obviously, you know, we're, we're, let's say you're three weeks beyond, uh, um, maybe your sibling past. Right. And, and you're three weeks from that and grief is still coming for you and you realize, okay, yeah, I get it. You know, this, this is going to be a thing now, right? Uh, I can't just get rid of it. I can't avoid it. I can't fight it. Um, I I've got to do something with this. And then on the other side of that spectrum, you have grief and loss as your best friend. Now this is where, in my opinion, the magic starts to happen grief and loss is a normal part of life. It is normal for us to lose things. Okay. It's normal for us to, you know, at some point you're going to have to be done with that job. It might be that you, you know, die on the job or you retire from the job or you leave that job willingly, or you get fired. But at some point you're losing that job, right? at some point you are going to lose the people around you to death. Okay. I I had a dear friend of mine. She, um, in her early sixties, she had never once experienced the loss of any person in her life until she was like 63. And it tore her to parts when a dear friend of hers died. And I said, you know, you don't have the luxury that I do of losing dozens of people. So you've never been through that, right? But at some point, you're going to lose some people. At some point, hopefully not for a really long time, you're going to start to lose health. You're going to start to lose mobility and flexibility, right? Because it's a normal part of life. Some point you're going to start to lose relationships, you know, as you're growing through, going through school, you know, the people that were your friends in high school are not the ones that are your friends in college and are not the ones that are your friends later on when you start to have kids and, you know, in the workplace, you're going to start to lose relationships. Loss is a normal part of life because we need to have that life cycle, right? Once you have that death and loss, then you can have rebirth. You might not be in the same relationship or marriage that you started out in, But you might be in a a newer one or a better one or, you know, you might not be in one at all. So loss is, is an important part of life. Your relationship to grief and loss is important. When you look at grief and loss as your best friend, as a guide, as something that's there to help you in life, rather than an enemy... Now you can go about your normal every day. You know, let's say you're at work and, you know, you're grieving the loss of a a loved one um, and you recognize in that moment, oh, yes, I am. Right. And you say, okay, grief, what do I need right now? Oh, yeah. You know, I just need to take a moment. Think about this loved one. Uh, okay, I feel better. Right. Um, The holidays are coming up that's always a very difficult time, especially the first holiday that you spend without your loved one. Grief and loss might come to you and say, what can we do that's special this year that honors that person? Right. But if you are fighting or you're an adversary, or you're trying to ignore grief and loss and say that has no part in my life, First of all, that, that's insanity because it does. I've just explained that it does. It's going to be there no matter whether you acknowledge it or not, but you also don't get the benefits from it. So the, the, the increased love and joy and peace and connection you have with your loved one or this situation, whatever it is, you can have such a better life if you acknowledge that and you allow it to be a guide for you. I'll give you a great example. Um, years ago, uh, about 11 years ago now, I had a stroke. Uh, I was down for two years. Uh, it took me two years to completely recover. Totally different person on the other side, by the way. Through this experience, one of the things that I realized very quickly was I was incredibly slow to get anywhere. <laughs> okay. It took me a really long time to get ready. It took me a long time to leave the house. It took me a long time to walk anywhere. At one point I was in the, I called it the slow lane at church. There were all of the older people, right? That were using walkers. And here I was, you know, in in my thirties and, and using a walker. Let me tell you, it was hard. It definitely was hard until I said, you know what? This is how it is right now. Uh, I'm on the path to fixing things and and becoming better. And if it doesn't, I know I'm going to be okay. And so once I made amends with this new situation, I said, how can I make the best of this? I had some of the most amazing conversations in the slow lane at church that I've ever had in my whole entire life. I realized that all of these people who, for whatever reason, could not move as fast as others could not do the things that others were doing, they had a huge amount of wisdom and insight that my soul was craving. And I took great advantage of that. I think that it's because I had that, that difference in my relationship with grief and loss and said, how can I make the most of this right now? Show me what I can gain from this. And voila, there was a treasure trove of stuff that I gained from that experience. So I want you to really evaluate what's happening in your life, especially with this idea of grief and loss. What is your relationship to grief and loss? Are you avoiding it? Are you using it as a guide? Are you fighting it and saying, no, no, I'm I'm just going to keep plowing ahead? Are you acknowledging it? Are you taking, you know, the, the treasure from it? What's your relationship? And if you find that it's on maybe that you know quote unquote negative side of the the continuum where your enemies are fighting, would you consider what might that grief and loss have as far as a, a lesson or a message for you? Sit with that and ask yourself, what's the message for me in this situation, okay? I hope this has been helpful. I hope it really got you thinking, uh, about looking at grief and loss and some of these quote unquote negative situations a little bit differently. Uh, because even in that there's a lot of really juicy tidbits for you. Okay. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.